Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Mamas podcast. This is episode 56, and we are so excited to bring to you guys a new series that we thought of, and it's called The One Simple Thing. And each week for the next maybe six weeks, we plan on bringing these pretty short and sweet episodes so that you can listen and then go take action. This first one is something we've talked about before, but we love so much and we find so helpful that we wanted to talk a little bit more in depth. And that is all about mommy and me time. So devoted, what is mommy me time? It is devoted time with each child, um, one, like one at a time, one-on-one time. And um, I think so often we think that when we do things with our kids that we need to do, like clean the house or like we want to do, like we take them places that we want to go. Um, we forget that our kids have things that they love to do too. And we think that that quality time with them that we bring them and do things with them with is enough. Um, but I just like put yourself in their shoes for a second because, you know, they are just tiny little humans. And how would you feel if you never got to choose what you wanted to do with the people that you loved the most? And they were just always telling you what to do, where to go. And Mm -hmm. this would not feel good. Like this wouldn't feel good as an adult. And this wouldn't feel good as a child either. So um, when did we, we both started doing this, what, like three, four months ago or something, this one-on-one time. And it has been a total game changer um, behavior wise. And just, just makes you feel more connected to them. Yeah, absolutely. They definitely don't want to be told what to do all day. You know, just like we really don't. And it helps them, I think, in quite a few different ways. It helps them feel important. It helps them, um, it helps us know what's important to them when they get to choose what we do. And it also mm-hmm. helps, helps them make a decision. There are some kids who right away know what they want to do, can right away make a decision. Or there's my little one who ch- changes her mind 20 times before deciding on what we're going to do. So um, it's, it's, it helps with their skills in making choices, but, and and there's so many different benefits, but it, it allows them to be in control for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I like that one too. Helps with their deciding skills. Yeah. (laughs) 
gosh, my kids need that so bad. Wait, I want to do this. No, I don't want to do it anymore. No, I want to do this. No, I, oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So spending this one-on-one time helps them improve. Like I already said, it helps improve behaviors because if you've read like the five love language book, they talk about filling up your love tank. And if we're trying to like give our kids directions and like have them do things for us on an empty love tank, it's really just going to like increase those behaviors. Whereas if you're building that relationship with them first thing in the morning, or if you don't have time for that first thing in the morning, like right away when you get home, it's really going to help with behaviors the rest of the night. So if you think of like in the classroom, right, those kids that you have built that really good relationship with, uh, they are going to respect you more and they are going to listen and follow directions better than the kids that you have no relationship with, right? So it's like the same with your kids at home. And I'm not saying you don't have a relationship with your kid at home, but it just, it helps build that relationship up further which is going to help a lot more with behaviors. I think so often we, we find this stuff so easy to do in the classroom, for me anyways, and then we get home and it's like, Ugh, I just did all this all day long. Like, why can't you just listen to me? Why can't you just do what I need you to do? Like, why do we have to ask all these questions? And <laughs> it can get so frustrating, right. but um, it's, yeah. It, so this is like that good reminder that our kids need the same stuff that we provide in the classroom as we do at home. Cause you know, this is, this is a reminder for me, you guys. <laughs> yeah. And I think another so, added benefit um, that I didn't even expect, but I've been noticing it's been quite a few months now that we've done this and I've started noticing it in the last two or three weeks is both of my kids, like they used to come to me like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. And we haven't had that recently, I think, because they've been given that structured space to think of the Mm -hmm. things that they enjoy doing. And they've just Mm -hmm. been able to translate that from mommy and me time to I'm by myself or I'm playing with my brother. What do I want to do? What do I enjoy? And it's become easier for them to to think of those things on their Mm -hmm. own. And they've been playing way nicer together, which is really awesome. (laughs) They call it Izzy and Xander time. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it also like when you said enjoy, it really made me think of like, okay, what do our kids like to do? So oftentimes they're told what to do all the time, but this is like a really good time for them to figure out what brings them joy. And that Mm -hmm. is something that they are really going to need as you get into adulthood and things become, or even like middle high school years, when things start becoming more serious and we just kind of forget to enjoy things throughout the day and do things that bring us joy. So Mm -hmm. I think this is a really good activity to get them to think about, Hey, what do I actually really like doing? Mm -hmm. So, and then, Oh, and then one thing, you know, I kind of talked about love language, but like this, we've talked about this before too, but this really gives you a good insight into what their love language is. So 
I Colton doesn't really ask for mommy and me time. He he wants it and he'll he'll ask for it if like Sadie asks for it. But Sadie is always the one to ask for mommy and me time. And she gets mad if we don't get it in during the day. So to me, that's telling me that her love language is quality time. And I didn't I wouldn't have even guessed that before we started doing this. So, and then I think I found out that Colton's is like word of affirmation because when we like give him a compliment on something, he lights up and he will even like go out searching for compliments. He'll be like, did you see that I did this? I I cleaned up this thing over here without you even asking, wasn't that a really good thing that I did? (laughs) Like, yeah, buddy, that was really good. And he'll just like light up. So it gives you a really good insight into what their primary love language is so that you can give that to them more, mm-hmm. even more during that one-on-one time. I mean, do it throughout the day too, but even more during that one-on-one time. So mm-hmm. Roberta, how do you do mommy and me time with Izzy and Xander? Yeah. So we call it um, mommy and Izzy time and mommy and Xander time. We set a time limit because none of us in my house are very good with like the passage of time. So we set 15 minutes with each kid and we use a visual timer because otherwise I could lose track. And then I think that's part of what made it hard for me to get started was great. We're going to do this. They're never going to want to stop playing. And then I'm never going to get my stuff done. And that stressed me out. Like we're spending all this time playing this game And I have a running list of a million things that I need to get done today. And I'm having less and less time because I'm playing this game. And so um, we started having the 15 minute time limit and that's helped a lot because, and I've found that that's a good time frame, especially right now when they're younger, because that's kind of their attention span. So to do one thing for those 15 mm-hmm. minutes has been has been plenty. And sometimes for Xander, 15 minutes is too much. Like we'll play high ho Cheerio and get done with one game in seven or eight minutes. And he'll want to play again, but his attention's gone. He's not really focused and playing mm-hmm. the game anymore. So then we just I just like look at him in the eyes and let him have a conversation with me for the rest of the time. Um, which he loves, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So right now we set that 15 minute timer and it just holds us accountable. It makes it easier to get it in because it's just 15 minutes. It's 30 minutes total for the day with both of my kids. And whenever possible, they try to get that time with their dad as well. Mm -hmm. Um, What works well on the weekends is like, it'll be Xander and daddy time at the same time that it's mommy and Izzy time. And then we'll swap. Um, yeah. And that works pretty well. And then, so like I said, they get to decide what they do. If you don't have a visual timer, I just set the timer on my phone. And then the kids know when my phone timer goes off that that's been 15 minutes. Um, and then, you know, sometimes you have days where you have so, so much to get done. And like, I tell my kids, okay, we're going to do mommy me time, but it's got to be kind of like a short version today. So like 10 minutes instead of 15. And they're like, okay, like we get it. It's fine. As long as we get our time in. Yeah. And my visual timer is on my phone. It's an app that I've downloaded and we use that. And even Mm -hmm. just the timer app has a visual aspect to it on the iPhone. So I just leave it 
open, but so they get to decide what to do and they're better at it now. But when we started, like Xander always knew what to do. He always has an idea. He always has a plan. Izzy had a harder time coming up with what she wanted to do. Yeah, he's an idea man for sure. I have an idea. And then, so with Izzy, like we had to start coming up with like a list of, of ideas, like really think through and brainstorm things that we could do together. Now, now it's kind of the opposite problem. A couple months later, she has so many ideas and she can't like, like stick with one. Like yesterday it was, let's make jello. No, wait, I want to do that with dad. Let's have mommy and me time at the park. No, wait, let's, let's go on a bike ride. Just you and me. No, let's, no, I do want to do jello with you. And it was just back and forth. Like every (laughs) five minutes, she'd come out and tell me like the next thing, like when we have mommy and me time, let's do this. I'm like, okay, sounds good. And then she'd go back inside. Mm -hmm. A little bit later, she'd come back out. No, I changed my mind. I want to do this instead. (laughs) Gosh. So eventually yesterday we made jello and while the water was boiling on the stove while we were waiting for that we played a card game so it all worked out (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, so some examples of things that they typically choose to do are um, one-on-one time uh, at the park board games card games different arts and crafts um, going on a bike ride things like that so Mm -hmm. Ashley, how do you, how do you guys do mommy and me time? So yeah, talking to the park thing, uh, if you have older kids and you like older, I mean like five and up or whatever, this might not so well work if you're in a busy city, but like we are more, you know, rural. So we don't have like a ton of kids running around. Um, But this actually worked the other weekend too, when me and my mom took the kids to the park and it was their idea. They were like, oh, mom, we're gonna, I'm gonna stay with grandma and I didn't get my mommy and me time in. So how about like grandma takes Colton for 10 minutes and you take me for 10 minutes and then we'll flip flop. And that was their idea. And then uh, if it's just me at the park, at the park that we're at, at my house, um, I can have one kid go off and play and do their own thing uh, for 15 minutes and then I'll switch and then I'll do that one-on-one time with them and this works during the summer. It doesn't, we don't really do parks in during the school year. So we'll have to like figure out our mommy and me time when we get home after school. But Colton really likes to watch his shows. And it's usually because he has a specific show that he wants to watch that his sister does not want to watch. So he during this time gets to choose what he wants to do because when his sister's around he doesn't get to do it (laughs) so sometimes he'll choose that and then we also get like some snuggle time in which is like the physical touch love language um and then sometimes we play outside or he loves his arts and crafts Sadie loves arts and crafts too but he is like the craft master and he is also the idea man so (laughs) I don't even know what he's like got going on in his head half the time, but he'll like explain it to me and I have to try and decipher it into whatever we are doing. And he loves doing that for mommy and me time. And then uh, 
this is not only is this a good insight into their love language, but it's also a really good insight into their learning style. So Colton is definitely, I have found out over the past, well, especially while doing this, but before this, I kind of figured it out too, but this has just like amplified it. He is definitely a hands-on learner. And if we try and sit down and do like math worksheets or uh, letter worksheets or whatever, he wants nothing to do with it unless you offer him like a treat or something. <laughs> so uh, funny thing, we were actually at the state fair and he loved it was like math on a stick and then like ABCs on a stick, they called it. It wasn't really on a stick. They just, you know, everything at the state fair is on a stick. So, but they had like a whole bunch of different um, learning areas, activity areas. And he loved every single one of them because it was hands-on. So doing like the shapes or the mag tiles, or when we were at the, the letter area, uh, they had noodles that had like a slit in them. And then they had laminated letters and you had to find the letters of your name, put them in the noodle. And then we took a picture with it, but he was so into that because it was hands-on. If I am just going to have him sit down and like practice his name on a sheet of paper, wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. he is definitely, I found out through this process, a hands-on learner. So that's the other really cool thing about mommy me time is you can kind of figure out how they learn and then help them with that at home. If they're not so much getting that learning style in the classroom as much as they would like to. Um, and Sadie also likes to do outside stuff, craft stuff. Um, she loves playing games with me, which is great because Colton hates games and my husband hates games and I love games and Sadie loves games. So this is also like, something that you can then do with your kids that nobody else in the family gets to do with them, which is cool because then you have like that, that little extra bond that you guys can do together. So, yeah. I think the big thing to take away is like the mommy and me time can be good for any age kid because they're deciding what to do. Like we're talking about what our younger kids are deciding yeah. to do, but when they're in charge, this works for any age because then they can make that decision on what, what it is you do. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Even just thinking about like when I was a teenager and stuff, I really loved going shopping with my mom. And that was usually like a half a day or all day activity or whatever. But like, I really loved that time with her. So like thinking of your teenagers too, what are the things that they love to do? Do they like just sitting and talking with you? Um, I know teenagers really don't like to sit and snuggle, but if they are like a physical touch kind of teenager, like how can you get those pats on the back in or, you know, hugs and stuff like that? Um, do they like playing games with you? There are so many awesome board games for older age kids that you could sit down and do with them. Are they a book reading kind of kid? Maybe you could sit in the same room together and either read separate books or, and then like maybe for 10 minutes or whatever, sit there and talk about what you read or are, could you read the same book together? 
I am kind of a juvenile myself in that way where I love the teenager books. I actually like reading teenage books more than I like reading adult books. <laughs> so I'm like really excited for when my kids get to be teenage age because I think that we will be able to find a good chapter book that we could read together and talk about it together. So like, what are the things that your teenagers like doing? How could you set 10 to 15 minutes aside for them each day? And I really, so here's our, like, here's our, you take this and do this now. Okay. It's your turn. Pick a time in your day when you can schedule in this 10 to 15 minutes and communicate it to your family and maybe come up with that time together as a family. Um, maybe you're setting a time that isn't the best time when you guys get home from school or whatever. And maybe it's a good time for you, but it's like not a good time for your kid. They're like, nope, I want nothing to do with you right now. I, I need to sit and chill for a little bit before I can have more people time. So figure out what that time looks like for you guys. Um, for me, like I said, either early in the day, so they get that fill their bucket up really quickly early in the day, or it's going to transfer now as we're going back to school, it's going to be uh, after school time. So as soon as we can after school, this way their love tank is full from the beginning and you have the rest of the evening to look forward to better behavior. So pick that time, number one, and then number two, talk to your kid, because if this is something brand new, talk to them about why it's important and talk to them about how you want to incorporate more of their activities into your day and then have them maybe come up with a list of a few things to get started with. And then it will just kind of come nat naturally after you do it for like a week or two. Um, so yeah, pick that time and have them figure out what they want to do with you and start a routine. Hopefully you guys got some good nuggets out of this. I can't wait for you guys to try this. Um, the, the benefits are not going to happen right away. So you do have to give it a, a couple weeks, two to three weeks to like start seeing probably not even that long, honestly, like <laughs> it happens so fast. I feel like, and then it's just going to keep getting better the more that you do it. So, um, we can't wait for you to try this. And then if you do try it and you're seeing improvements, we would love to hear about it. Send us a DM. Share this with people who you think need to hear it, um, moms, teachers, dads, whoever, and then, you know, share on your social media too, so we can help get the word out about this amazing thing that we have discovered over the last few months. Have a great day, night, whatever it is for you guys, and we will talk to you next week. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mama's podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mama's podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, 
Don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.